We're getting in the mood. This does not get me in the mood whatsoever to do a podcast. Oh, all I thought is that we're going to talk about the varsity bus on the way back, and all I remember is Dave Wills, the speaker. God, yeah. You're on the bus. Okay, that's fine, because I don't really remember it, because I was, like, fucked by the time we left Bangor. You, you heard me right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is Guinness with a Straw. Welcome, everybody. Today with me is just Jamie on his own. Hello, Jamie. Howdy, Harry. How are you? I'm very well, Jamie, as always. Uh, very, very nice to be recording the podcast. It's just you for a change, I think. We yeah, can, uh, we haven't done this in fucking ages. We can get a word in edgeways because George Jenkins isn't t- chatting absolute shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to edit that podcast the other day. It's literally just him all the time. I was like, no, that's cut, that's cut. It's good, does good podcast. Right. Today, what are we talking about? Uh, so yeah, today we're gonna to talk about two massive weekends. Uh one specific to ever, I think, which is sevens weekend, rugby sevens. And then the other one is seen throughout uh, universities in the UK, which is Varsity Weekend. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a few sevens weekends lurking around the UK uh, now and again. Um, and I know there's a huge one takes place in Twickenham, but ABBA's got the the nice uh, accolade of having the uh, largest sevens weekend outside of London uh, in the whole of the UK. Wow. So it's, it's a pretty big weekend in terms of like, everything that goes down and for some of the uh, professional sevens teams that come and play at it it's quite a, it's quite a big deal I'm, I'm led to believe uh but less so for the AUFC egg chasers mm. <laughs> yes yes less so so I think we'll just go straight in I reckon Jamie what is rugby sevens then like like what actually happens at the weekend uh, I don't know. Uh, well, starts on it kind of starts on a Friday evening, don't it? With just people getting into Aber. Um the Arbor is absolutely heaving on the Friday. Um then obviously we all go out and we all then end up going to well Yoko's and then it's like an early start Saturday morning. I think you have to be there like half eight to do like the whole registering and all that shenanigans. Um but a lot of people won't turn up to like midday, obviously. Um, but yeah, then it's just a day of rugby on the Saturday. Um, it's sort of like the group stages, I think is how it works on the Saturday. Yeah. And then uh, you'll go out again with your, well, so just stick to your teams, don't you? You'll go out again with your team on the Saturday nights. And then on the Sunday, you're either like, you're playing for what, the plate, the bowl, Shield, whatever. Yeah, the wooden spoon, which is one of it. We had yeah. yeah. The thanks for thanks for coming, trophy. There you go, lads. Well done for turning up. Which yeah. incidentally, some of the boys don't do. Uh like you said, they don't turn up till midday and you're supposed to be there at half past eight in the morning. My overriding memory really for rugby sevens is being one of the only people actually there in kit ready to go. You arrange it months and months before and there's 25 <laughs> lads. And you're thinking, really? Do we need, we've got two teams of seven. Do we need 25, 30 lads to play? The two teams of seven any one time? 
And all these people pay for their kit months in advance. And it gets to the weekend. They've all got their gear. And then you've got, got to play a game at half past nine. And there's nine people there. And you need, obviously, you need 14. <laughs> it's horrendous. But the thing is, though, like, oh, I like, I hate rugby. Um, but I love rugby sevens weekend because the weather, not well, all the years I've been there has been fucking stunning for the yeah. weekend. So Bland, which I've touched on it, I think in the very first podcast, I touched on Bland being like the coldest place on planet Earth. Yeah. It's actually stunning on that day that like it's so nice that you can like, there's been times I like, got heat stroke on that, on Sevens weekend without even realising it. Mm. Um, so it's, it's just a massive piss up. So like some people though will take it very serious. Like, your Adam Walters, your George Jenks, and in fairness, you're, you need people like that, though, because without them, the, the fucking thing would just fall apart before a fucking <laughs> yeah, rugby you, ball just is even in the middle of it. Yeah, you'd uh, never even kick got, off, like, would you? Yeah, it's yeah, it's made up of just actual mongs though that don't give a shit about rugby, but as well as that, mainly because we're football boys and we have no like business with a rugby ball in our hands. Or well, some of us don't. Some of us are actually. Yeah. Well, some of the boys are actually quite decent. If I remember my uh, second year doing it, I think we took it really seriously that year. By that, I mean, there was quite a lot of boys that signed up for it, but not seriously on the day. Because having lost all of our games on the Saturday, like you say, you, you that's the knockout round. You finish bottom of that table. So then on the Sunday, you're playing in the league for the best of the, the rest, the uh, the loser's trophy. And in that, by the Sunday, literally nobody wanted to play. So as you say, Jamie, I think it was George Jenkins playing and then <laughs> and then a load of rugby boys that we managed to convince to play. Oh, fuck, yeah. I just yeah, remember we had, like, Kenko and James Colton running around just scoring yeah. tries for fun. <laughs> they kind of defeat the whole purpose of a football <laughs> team trying to play rugby, but there you go. Um, we had a couple of good boys that year. Though. I remember like Mo Gomez, who isn't the best of footballers, bless him, but he decided he wanted to play rugby sevens. And none of us had fucking any idea what Mo Gomez was going to be like a rugby. But he was fucking class, I remember. Well, yeah, he joined the rugby team after that. Joined the rugby that. team after that, yeah. Um, and Chappie, and of course Chappie is going to be class the rugby because he's so determined on just everything he does. <laughs> and he was fucking unreal, unfair. So he was, it's class. Um, they're the two like that year was very good for our seven because we had quite a few and we had loads like you said but even with the amount we had by by the end we just didn't give a shit still but we still had we were still posing with whatever the fuck we won as if we had won it which it was just won by rugby boys which incidentally we'll upload that photo that Jamie's talking about to our podcast <laughs> uh, sorry to our Twitter sorry not our podcast this isn't a podcast to the Twitter at Guinness Whip um which I just remember, there's absolutely loads of the boys in that picture, and <laughs> literally none of us actually played at all, or, no, or, play, or played in the final, or played more than one match. Uh, right, as much as I love rugby sevens, I think we've talked about the rugby aspect of it for, for long enough. <laughs> now, Good. I do have a story from rugby sevens weekend, but I'll throw it over to you first, Jane, if you've got any stories that you want to tell about any of the boys from yeah. any of those weekends. Rugby sevens. But like I got drafted in, which is how I first got like associated with rugby sevens because Ben Bell went over his ankle. If we remember back to that Chris Howells podcast, it was Ben Bell holding his ankle on the football field. 
he was meant to play sevens a few weeks later, couldn't play, so then they drafted me in. So I was playing back in my first year. Don't remember a whole lot. Everything is just a blur in first year. Second year, got very bad heat stroke and missed the social, which I feel like is maybe what you want to touch up on. Um, yeah, I got really bad heat stroke. And then what was third year? I can't even remember what the fuck third year was. No, it's, it's, it was just goofy is the best yeah. way to describe it. Like, fuck all happened, but it was funny shit. You just had to be there, sort of, which obviously isn't ideal for a podcast for me trying to explain, <laughs> but I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I'm glad you mentioned the uh, the social because it was kind of an impromptu social that we all ended up in in one of the lads, Morgan's houses. I mean, we've mentioned Morgan Brownlow <laughs> on the podcast before. Basically, a, a really angry, smaller version of Lee Catamol. Um <laughs> We ended up in his front room and there was a few old boys who came back for the weekend as well. Um, <laughs> and we were all sat around in the living room and Ben said, right, we're going to play this one game, boys. It's called Waterfall. And a lot of the boys associate with the, the game Waterfall with you just start drinking your pint and the next person has to drink and they can't stop until you stop. That's normally what we all expected Waterfall to be. But this yeah. one is slightly different in that <laughs> he picked out two sets of pairs from the lads and said, right, one of you lie down on the floor and you're going to want to take your shirt off. And the other one needs to stand over you with a full pint. So if you imagine somebody's lying down on the floor and another person stood over their head, um, one person puts the top of it, the full pint in their mouth and then dribbles it the full length of their body down to the uh, the person lying on the floor who's got to drink the entire pint. That's why it's called waterfall because it drops. <laughs> Absolutely horrendous. I, I just it's remember a, a fucking vile game. Play the game though, like there's no winner. Everyone's <laughs> hey, a loser. I, just <laughs> I guess remember. the winner is that the two boys standing up. Yeah, oh, just uh, oh, everyone watching really was the winner because all I remember is George, who we keep mentioning, who was on the Island podcast earlier in this series. He's lying on the floor, just screaming. I think it was at Scott Reese, who's uh, one of the old boys who really the best way to describe Scott Reese is is a, a big lad who doesn't give a shit about anything or anyone uh, and just will, will do whatever the hell he wants, and quite rightly so. Um, and so when and George he would is, love, he would love to like harm George in one yeah. way or another. And so when George is screaming at him, telling him to stop, Scott's doing more and more and aiming for his eyes and aiming for his chest. <laughs> and just, oh, just booze everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And while I'm, I'm thinking, uh, there was another element to that story before we ended up in Morgan's um, living room. Weren't you uh, on the beach? Weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, we were on South Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is a uh, a Tommy Evans game, if I if I remember rightly. He said, "Boys, I tell you what, we need to do. We need to play a game called Danger Walk." <laughs> so, what is Danger Walk? He says, "You got to take your tie off because we're all in shirt and tie, and blindfold yourself with your tie." Now we're on a very very cobbly beach. Difficult to really see where the the sea is or, or feel like. You know, when you in like a, a sandy beach, you can feel when the sand's getting wetter, can't you, beneath your feet? Oh, it's a horrendous fucking beach. It's rocky as fuck. But a really, really pebbly beach. So you don't really know where the water is. Um, <laughs> so with a blindfold on, the winner 
is the person who can get closest to the water without getting their feet wet. And of course, the person who ends up in the deepest water has to net their pint. But of course, <laughs> as soon as Tommy realised that he'd lost, he just basically jumped in the water. <laughs> like, for like no reason. <laughs> oh, did you realise? I didn't know that at all, actually. Fuck. Uh, I would love to have seen that, though. That sounds like a very good social. Awfully cold, though, mind, even even on a, a nice warm day on that South Beach. Yeah. Freezing after the sun goes down. Come on, Jamie, I've given you enough time there. Surely you've got a, a, a story about one of the boys from... Uh, well, I, I have, like, one of the greatest stories ever, but I obviously can't tell it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, see, Harry, like, if we just did this amongst them boys, fucking hell, the podcast would be ten times better. Hug <laughs> me. So good. <laughs> I just have to go so PG on this. Okay. All right, okay. I've, I've got one. Uh, I've got a story, but again, it, it is one that we can't really tell. Um, so I'm going to try my best to tell it anonymously. Um, and for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to call him the culprit. God. Uh, that's oh, right. The, the, cul- the culprit is back. I'll ask you at the end. You'll, you'll surely you'll know who it is at the end of the story. I'm sure I will, but go on. So this lad was uh, dating, well, sort of dating two girls at the time. Um, like he was properly dating one and the other was like just really, really sort of full on with him. And, and he kind of wanted to get her in bed because she was pretty fit. So for the duration of this weekend, he spent the whole time not hopping between the two of them, but avoiding one and being with the other or making sure that one didn't see him with the other. Because, of course, they hated each other and they would have absolutely kicked off. Um, it got to a point where uh, on a night out, I've got a video on my phone of one of the girls asking me where this culprit was. And obviously he wasn't there because he was off with the uh, the other girl. And I'd love to love to go into more detail on this story, but I really can't because he will be identified. <laughs> and uh, that rather ruins the point. Um, well, obviously we can edit the shit out of this, so I'm going to hazard a few guesses. Go on. No. Although that story probably does relate to him as well. What year was it in? First, second, or third? Well, it wouldn't be first year. I'm sure. our, our second year. Our second year. No, but again, quite an accurate story for him. Yeah. No. Second year. Who would have been in our, Who would have been third year for that year? No. Who the fuck was it? Well, well, fuck the podcast. Tell me this now. <laughs> was it? Wait, wait. I want to say. It because might have, obviously, it might a big been, thing that happened. It might have been in my in our third year rather than second year. Sorry. Wait, who the fuck is he shagging? He wasn't. He tried to, but it didn't happen. It was obviously. 
That was at the time he disappeared from Yoko's for like two hours one night. Yeah. One of one of the actual stories. I never got like a full like um never got to the ending of because it was just like oh yeah, just missing for two hours and no one it was just forgotten. Yeah. But alleged he, he says that nothing happened. Uh, oh no. He he does say, and I do believe him because the the, oh, the God. The detail that he went into when he gave me the explanation was quite like, like detailed. In fairness, like so, I was a bit like, okay, fair enough. But like, just fuck all happens. Nothing's like, nothing's good for the podcast because obviously, in second year, the Friday night, yeah, I end up finding out about the whole story. Yeah, and that's fucked. Um, fucking Ben's telling me that outside fucking Hollywood. And then the Saturday is the that soul show. Third year. I've got it here. March 2019. That was third year. Actually, yeah, that would make sense because obviously second year is when... Yeah, because in second year, he was actually still with uh, Motorface. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so obviously like in third year, there was that instant when I went back and me and Marx's mucker went to blows early in the morning, which I don't really know what happened. But yeah, we were like scrapping each other like six o'clock in the morning. Shock horror, um, Jamie Stewart losing the head. Shock. I didn't lose it, really lose the head. I mellowed out at that stage. Oh yeah, <laughs> like a fine wine, sure. <laughs> um, then there's a story about... Which, can we do it? Just say one of the boys. Just say one of the boys. Okay. 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 You can't obviously mention because then that gives it away. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just? Can I message him? He literally replied within minutes. Yeah. Okay. Go cool. on. Because I don't want to do it if he doesn't want me to say it. Well, let's, no. Hang on. Hang on. Let's let's do it. Message him now. But let's let's do the anyway. Oh, okay. I can just take yeah, yeah. it out. And at least then we've we've had a laugh telling it. And uh, two seconds now. This is actually a class story. He's not gonna let us do this, Harry. I don't think. Do you want to do it or not? Well, I'll, I I see. I don't think he will, but I don't think he was too keen on like the whole. I'm gonna say, wonder if we could, wondering if we could talk about the time you chucked Ben Bell against the wall in Yoko's. This story's fucked as well. I think I'm going to, like, do it. Be, like, well, we'll do it now because I want to talk about it. Okay. So he might just reply. So, like, I just want to talk about it and make it easier. If he, oh, he's literally opened it straight away. So if he doesn't, I'm just going to talk about it with you because it's just fucking funny. Oh, when well, he's replied, oh, my God. Ha ha ha, if you want. <laughs> what <are> Excellent. <laughs> All right, well, this, this, will, this will lovely now get us off the seventh as well because there's fucking nothing to it. <laughs> okay, right. So before we move on after sevens, Jamie, I understand there's uh, another little story that happened around sevens weekend. Not necessarily connected to sevens, but it happened around sevens weekend. Uh, <laughs> but the details of which are a little bit sketchy. So we, we gotta be careful how we tread, but it's a, it's, it's a good story, I understand. Right, yeah. So I think it was the Friday night. So it's Friday night and the, we're all like getting steaming. Uh, so we're all in Yoko's and there's some like argy-bargy with 
one of the boys and a few other people. And it's getting a bit heated. Um, and like I'm in footy corner myself and I'm getting a telling off myself by one of the girls um, for headbutting one of the football boys the week before all <laughs> this was happening. So <laughs> I'm just taking my comeuppance basically and getting the bill of a bollock and I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I got one eye kind of like, like going off because I know, noticed something's happening here. There's a lot of boys like getting fucking rowdy and there's like women involved. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But I still have this girl in my face giving a large right. to me. And like, I'm, so there's I'm something, sorry, I'm sorry. Something lurking in the background you just can't take your eyes off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Next day, though, Big Ben Bell, who's a good, but Ben back then would have been near enough 20 stone, so he's about what's Ben 6'2, big fella. He's getting picked up by this little fella and chucked up against the wall. Okay, like he's like picked up like he's nothing and he's up against the wall. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So this girl is still giving me a bollocking. And I say, her name was Laura. And I say, Laura, I understand, but you've got to stop for two seconds and just watch this. And I just point at this and it is a fucking carnage. We got bouncers running in. We got this lad trying to go at this other person. I'm like thinking, what the fuck have I missed? Like, what's gone wrong? We we're all like happy families a half an hour ago in Academy. And now so, it's all kicking off. Probably a good time to mention as well at this stage that up until this point, these lads who were having a bit of scrap and Ben's up against the wall, that they hadn't had this sort of thing happen before. And up to oh, this no, point. no, no, no. Like, like I've seen some really like silly shit happen in Yoko's. I've never seen anything this fucking silly. There was boys flying across footy corner table. The table was probably flipped. So there would have been VKs and fucking game changers all over the shop. Um, this guy eventually gets, he he gets exco- ex- like just taken out. He doesn't get boosted out, doesn't get chucked out. He just says, all right, you, time to leave now, buddy. Uh, so he leaves. And I'm like thinking, what the fuck just happened? So find out what happened. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, I was like, fair enough. That's understandable. Um, and then, okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna edit around this. So then, fast forward to the next morning, and obviously we turn up for the rugby, but we're all chatting about last night and like what happened. And I'm chatting to the fella, and then, and he was telling me how he went back home, and then um, there was like a few people were arguing inside his house, and someone came bashing on the door. That he doesn't even know and doesn't know that well. He knew of the person. So this fella, my mate, from inside, opens his door, right hook at this guy's jaw, closes the door and goes back upstairs. Doesn't say a word to the fella that he hits. Literally opens the door, right hook, closes the door in his face and he's back upstairs. Unbelievable. (laughs) So to to clarify... the guy who's in the in in the bar throws the big man up against the wall. Yeah. Oh no. He like. Well, I say like Ben because Ben's fucking like twice the size of the fella. Right. But, like he was chucking loads of people. Like there was like about five lads trying to hold him back. And he's not the biggest of fellas, and he knows that himself. Like he's not the biggest, but my god, he was like, on one. He's seen the red mist, and he's it's descended, and he, he's oh, absolutely gone for it. So he's been chucked oh, out. God. Then is it later that night? The same fella hears a knocking at the door opens it, launches a punch in someone's face and then disappears upstairs. Yeah. 
all yeah, in the same all in the same night. Just, and as he said, he literally just opened the door casual as anything, right hook, closed the door, and off to bed. And up, and up for and up for rugby the next morning. So um obviously now. I can't go into all the detail, but that's probably as much as you can go into. So you, you you can't just tease us there. That's like just putting the tip in. We need a little bit more, Jane. There's got to be a, you've got to be able to give us some context of why he kicked off in the first place. There's got to be a little bit, surely. We have to let him hear this before we put it out. Hundred percent. But gotta uh, say it. It, it. Okay. I think it was down to some issue with his misses and one of the football boys, and that is all I'm going to say. So the speculation, therefore, is for the listener to determine. Yeah, that what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> at, this, at this stage, people listening are going to be like, "Oh Jesus!" If they don't know the story, they're going to be, like, "Oh my God." Did he do that? <laughs> they're definitely going to take it's either George oh, no. or Morgan because they're the only two fuckers we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm it's neither of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, I want to say we've covered, and, and that's entirely not oh, rugby related at all, but we've definitely covered rugby sevens. Yeah. Now, the second half of this podcast is also about varsity. Now... <laughs> For those who don't know, Jamie, um, what is Varsity? Why is it a big deal? And uh, what's the deal with Bangor? And you give us a little over, overview of those things. Um, so, yeah, so Varsity is when it's based when one uni competes against, against another uni and all the, the sports. Um, and, and for our, our rivals that we compete against is Bangor. Um, so oh yeah, it's it's basically yeah, so one day it's like one Saturday in the year, but like it's it's class to be fair, good laugh, especially for the football because I think in second and my third year we were main event, so we had what, what over a thousand people watching us on both occasions. So let, let's talk us through that then. So going back to the very start, so your first experience of varsity, so you know. You, you weren't in the squad, were you, I remember? And then... Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, what, what what happened with that? So, I remember, uh, we woke up on the Saturday, um, where I was living in PGN, and we had, like, Callum, myself, Morgan and Ellis, and we all started drinking at nine o'clock, because the boys were were playing um, at 12, I think, was kicked off, down on Bland as well. Uh, and we all got fucking, like, leathered in the morning. And obviously, there's that picture of me and Simo, uh, I'm, I'm glad it was good yeah it was like, like I don't really remember much because I was fucking steaming obviously but it was like the boys bottled us like let's not beat around the bush here um, with like five minutes to go one nil up and they conceded two and I think the lad that scored both goals would later uh, was oh, sorry no, the lad no, scored both no. goals <laughs> I, think, I think I've heard rumours it was him but I think it was that Aiden Clark yeah he came on off the bench and he scored both goals which is fucked us so. but yeah that was first year and uh, that was quite sad watching the boys because obviously it was like one of the moments though you see how much like the club means to a lot of boys because I remember seeing boys like Chrissy Wards and Beachy obviously you're fresh you don't really know what the fuck's going on in first year it's such a blur yeah. just like 
it's over in a blink of an eye. But it was like, that was one moment I remember and just thinking, oh yeah. Like, it's kind of like more motive to like get into the first team squad for next year. Because that is like the real goal to get into the first team squad to play a varsity. And yeah, that was my first year. Then second year. Just, just, um, to, just to stop you a sec, I remember quite a bit of that first year. And it, although you don't remember, I, I remember as you... Uh, Benton, who we've uh, yet to hear on the podcast, uh, see he'll be on the uh, the last episode, I think, with uh, with Simo. But um, you guys are absolutely steaming on the sideline, and of course, because there's no barrier or no stadium, no nothing on blind, you're just on a field. Um, Every time you weren't happy about something, two of you were just running on onto the pitch, screaming and shouting at the referee. Absolutely, see straight Harry yeah. by fucking half eleven, <laughs> let alone twelve o'clock. It's going absolutely mad. Um, okay, so so for our first year, then, so we we hosted Aberystwyth hosted the varsity. Yeah, uh, it's down so, so then, second year, uh, we uh, we had to go to Bangor because Bangor was Bangor hosting, and a little bit different for the football in our second year as. It was played at Bangor City Stadium, uh, and it was the the football, men's football, was main event. So it didn't kick off until I think half past four or five o'clock in the afternoon after all the other events were done. Yeah. So you went up really early in the morning, set off at like six on the on the coach to get up there. Then had to spend the whole day watching everybody try and do well at their sports. And then everybody else finishes their events, comes down to the stadium to watch the men's football. Oh, yeah. We, we should make the point that Aber are fucking useless at everything, though. <laughs> Most. That's, Most we, uh, no, we were fucking shit at everything. Let's not beat around the bush here. Uh, we get fucking battered. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, yeah, sorry for interrupting you. So, um, so in that second year as well, so we, we hadn't had such a good season um, and again, tried to play at a good level, but struggled quite a lot in our games against universities and struggled on the Saturday leagues as well. I hadn't won that many matches. So the belief going into that game was was quite low, I want to I wanna feel, especially after losing the previous year in extra time. But for you, as, as a player, Jane, talk us through, like, you know, when you're sat, like, in the changing room, although you might have like, played in, in, like, big matches for, for yourself and probably the majority of the players there, that must have been, at that stage, like, the, the highest level or the biggest match that you probably played in. Like, like it's like a normal box day. We touched on earlier what boxes. Mm. Uh, it's like when we play on the Wednesday. It's like a normal... It starts like a normal Wednesday, uh, until we saw it was a double-decker bus that we were going on. And we all got so excited for the simple fact we're on a double-decker bus all the way up to Bangor. So we're loving life early doors. Then obviously we go around and we spend like hours up in Bangor just watching the different sports. Um, we had like a brief like 10 to 15 minutes in the stage um, early on, I remember. It's kind of mm. to see what the picture's like and see the surroundings. Mm. Um, but I remember... In a change room, didn't feel anything really. It kind of just felt like a normal game. Right. It was just like whatever's a change room. But then went out for the warm up, <laughs> an absolutely shadow brick. Yeah. And you come out through the tunnel in the corner and you go onto the field. Like never experienced anything like this. Yeah. Because you got like you had like the banger. Oh no, sorry, you had the abar in the stand, 
But then obviously, between the stand and the football fields, all around it, behind except for behind one of the goals where we had Abba Rugby, it was literally just all banger everywhere. Mm. Uh, so that's all you could hear. You couldn't hear the Abba lot because they're just drowned out basically. Um, just the warm up, they are just like, well, you're going into, I think like Cots, I think took us really that day. Mm. Can't remember. Chappie was captain. Yeah, it was just it was just like whirlwind. I've always said like I didn't find my feet until like the hundred fucking fifteenth minute. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, it's a football game. I don't know what I should be doing around now. So it took me a while to get going. So you've uh, you've you've given away there a little bit. So uh, you've, you've, oh sorry, you've, you've notion that it's gone to extra time, which is fine. Oh, yeah, like no. the game was yeah, the game was like oh, I, I'm. I don't care what anyone says. I've never played a game of football. I've got, uh, I played, my team have gotten so lucky in all my life. Mm. I played football for like 10 years and like never have I experienced a game like that. Like with Adam Walters, who pulled off, like whoever's this, this is going to know the save. I had a fucking world of the same. Yeah. Tappy's cleared, cleared one off the line. I think Dave Wills has cleared one off the line as well. We got unlucky when ball got pulled back to Nash on the edge of the box. He's hit a shot. Spicer, um, our number 10 on the day, hits his shoulder while he's on the line and it goes over the bar. Like We're like, oh, what the fuck's going on? But then, um, <clears throat> so the first half is nil-nil. So it's just like they, like, they were like so much. I wouldn't say they were so much better than us. It was... They had the clear chances, definitely. They weren't like mad, like there wasn't a huge difference in class. Um, when's the second half then? And I think it's um, Renee has that Snapchat. I don't yeah. know why she's got a Snapchat of that exact moment, but fair fucks there, like it's class. But obviously she's like picked up her phone, got recorded, and ball goes over. I don't know who's put Natch in. And Natch is just actually turned up. And he's like, he's put it in the back of the net. And the scenes are unreal. Boys are fucking all because we've got like all the football boys that weren't playing were just crammed onto the bench. Don't know how we're allowed to do that because half the boys weren't even in the squad, but they're all <laughs> on the bench. There's <laughs> just a fucking all the like A and C boys just storm the field, and like we don't like even know what to do with ourselves because like like I said, Pat's clear one offline, Adam Clough of World, you have to say they pull off a couple of good saves. Um, but like yeah, we're one nil up in Bangor, and we're just thinking. Fucking hell. Yeah. So then, oh, it's so, it's just such typical AFC. It's such ever uni like. It's like, like a minute ago, and Bangor get a corner. And I've been told it wasn't a corner, but like, it, no, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it really wasn't a corner, but um, what can you do? Yeah. Well, they get a corner, they whip it, and their midfielder and nods it in. And I just remember the sinking feeling when he scored. I was like, oh my God. Well, obviously, like they had that comeback in the year before they scored in the last minute here. I'm just thinking, oh, this is going to end horribly. Um, he went celebrating like a fucking. No. <laughs> <laughs> then we went into extra time. And there was really no plan. Um, it was sort of just. There was, yeah, there was no plan. It was just like work as hard as you can for the next, what, half an hour and just see what happens. But I didn't think, like you said, I didn't, we didn't expect to get much out of the game. But no. the fact that we were like that close to winning, we couldn't let it slip. 
this is where I think we had the advantage there going into extra time um, because they they had expected to win and obviously hadn't at, in 90 minutes and had given everything for 90 minutes and then it got to added time and we thought, you know what? This has got something in it, this has. And there's boys like yourself and Spicer in the middle of midfield who had the legs to do the extra half an hour. And it couldn't yeah. hit. And that's, that's why I think, you know, once we got that extra goal in the end, it actually, it, it paid dividends, really. Because mm. we had, like, quite a fit team. Like myself, Spicer, George came on and he's got legs. Yeah. Just runners is what you need in extra time, really. Because everyone else just, like, fucked um, but yeah, extra time comes and goes. First half, I remember, and then the second half is just about to start, and they're like sorting out the kickoff. And I'm chatting to that Aiden Clark, the, ba- the banger striker, and he's on about, oh yeah, our our goalkeeper has like saved like six of his last seven penalties, and I'm just thinking to myself, well, fucking hell, we have to win in the next fifteen. He's it's playing like, mind games. He's playing yeah, the mind games, and he's fucking, and he's won already. <laughs> 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 um, but then, like I said earlier, it's the luckiest game of football that I've ever played. And the winning goal sums the whole fucking thing up. We get a throw in because I don't know, nothing's really happening now. The game's kind of like stagnated, it's slowing yeah. down. It was it was like, the, it, it was like just waiting for penalties, wasn't it? it yeah, it was drifting into was a penalty shootout. Yeah. Like, even the players on the field are thinking, I know myself, I, like, I'm a striker, so I'm expected to take a penalty. I was thinking, like, fuck no, I don't want to take a penalty. Yeah. Like, I haven't found my feet yet. Like, I'm going to have to. So I'm thinking, fucking hell, this is going to happen. So I remember Liam Powell, who's, Liam Powell's, I don't think we touched him, one of the best footballers that year, especially, Liam Powell. I've never seen a player play so well. But Liam Powell has a little, a very good trait to his game, and it's his long throw-ins. So Liam goes off and takes this throw in. Uh, I remember myself and George are in the box. I'm, I assume Nash is lurking around as well. Liam takes this throw in, bounces over. It goes over my head. I remember turn around. It bounces. And it bounces quite high and quite awkward for the defender to deal with. But one of their centre-backs has just sliced it and it's gone into his own net. And like... And I remember just watching it and just like gobsmacked. I remember sort of like, I couldn't even run around because I was afraid because I did that for the first goal. I ran around like a fucking agent and then they just went up and equalised. So I was thinking, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that now. I'll do that at the end of the game. But I remember I just looked at George and I went to George like, like, what do we do now? I was like so confused. Like, how do we, do we celebrate or what? Like, how do we just, can he not just blow the fucking final myself? I was lost, generally lost. But yeah, Bangor scored an own goal. And and that is how we won Varsity and Bangor. I think we're the only Aber no, men's no. team to... Oh, yeah, I think. I think I, I don't know for certain. I don't know. That's it what has I'm been done about. for years, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a great... Like, that's how we won it. Like, it was just... Like, the luck was on our side. Like, fuck it. We could play that game 100 times and we lose 99 times. But it was that one time that we won. I just want to highlight something now. So um, this is now getting in towards the end of series two of this podcast. And our sort of friendship has blossomed out of being in the football club. And 
although a lot of the experiences we've we've had and talked about on the podcast were, were again surrounding the football club I think this is the first time we've actually spent any amount of time at all talking specifically about football oh my god that's actually fact you're right because it was like for instance we haven't even mentioned Liam Powell no. until now and he definitely would have came up before Mental. Like the only time we had mentioned Nash before that was the first cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's actually mental. Uh, um, I think it's sort of the, the celebratory double-decker bus home would, would speak for itself. Um, I don't really need to go into too much detail apart from saying there was a, a whole naked floor on the bus. There's like a lot of um, naked bodies. There's a lot of singing, loads of booze. Yeah. Dave Williams had, I think we touched on that before. Dave Williams had this massive fucking speaker, but he had that blaring out, and that was just fucking class. Yeah. But I'll never forget. I don't know if you remember this, but we're coming, we're coming to, to Taliban, which is like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes outside of Aberystwyth, nearly home. Uh, and uh, Jory Robs on the bus and Jory Rob plays this obviously is coming to the end of the year now as well varsity always happens near the end it's like April I think it might early mm. April late March so it's come to the end for a lot of boys in their time in uni so I remember Jory put on time to say goodbye uh, on the speaker I am an emotional fucker the best of time. The boys would see me ball my eyes at one too many times. And I remember looking around, I see Spicer, and he's got a tear rolling down his face. And I'm like, fucking hell, dude. Can't see boys cry till it breaks my heart. I'm like, fucking hell, Spice. Don't cry. Then I turn around further, and in the centre of the bus is Benton. Oh, fucking hell. And he's in absolute floods of tears. Oh, my God. And then that just triggers me. I'm bawling my eyes out for a good 15 minutes until I get to Aber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was awful. It's such good times. Amazing times. Now. Like, and don't even ask me about the night because I'm never, ever going to remember that. Uh, I don't think I've ever not paid for a drink. I. On a night out, ever. Like, as soon as we got out in Abba, every single person I saw put a drink in my hand. It was ridiculous. I don't remember. Just remember getting off the bus outside Spoons, Spicer popped open the champagne, and that was the last I remember. Yeah. Now, I do think we need to address something. <laughs> because well, when you go to university, um, you go for, <sighs> you know, traditionally, you go for three years. And so that was our second year. And of course, then in our third year, there's another varsity. Uh, (laughs) And there's a big elephant in the room and and it needs talking about, really. Um, So fast forward again to that year and we're now back in ABBA hosting. And we've been given Park Avenue, which is Aberystwyth Towns ground for the first time ever to host varsity and we are main event once again yeah ending the day with everybody in the stadium and yeah. this year I, I am you know embarrassed to say it was was my my chairman year uh and and a year in which i took mostly responsibility for for coaching the boys yeah. i blame you uh, you don't. You don't need to. I, 
I'm taking responsibility, Jamie. You don't need to blame me. I'm joking. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, we went all out, as I remember. You know, we, we did full training weeks. We also had the best prep uh, in up to it. Won the box league ever, yeah. Had an like the previous season, we had a crap season. This season, we pretty much won every single game. We didn't lose at home. We we scored. I think on average, we scored four and a half goals a game. I think at home in, in Bucks against other universities on Park Avenue itself. So it yeah. was a ridiculous season, really, and, and and one that we went into the game sort of expecting to do well and, and expecting to win. I mean. Uh, we haven't really mentioned Wilby. Wilby's a sort of tech man. And uh, we had him. <laughs> goal gifts. So he was in charge of the Twitter. And he was going to. So, we were so full of shit. We, were, we deserved to get fucking battered. Oh my God. So, Looking so, back at that fucking hell, hindsight's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's just, yeah. Jesus Christ. So when I look back now and I think, and I remember. The There's fact that, so much to it, though. Like, yeah, but the fact that I'm, I'm looking at it now and I can't remember whether it finished five or six, I just don't know. Uh, I don't know which. Yeah. Like there's so much because, like I said, like for like our second year, it's the luckiest game of football I've ever played. While the following year, we just we didn't get that we didn't get that luck. We just didn't. It was like I said, we could have played that in second year. We could have played that game a hundred times and we would have lost that game. 99 times if that one time it actually did happen um they're good like oh, it's I mean because this is this is the one game that we all like all the boys talk about yeah. it literally was this past week that me Benton Simone were literally talking about this game again and I talked about it with Morgs and Townsend and all the other boys it's all we always talk about this game and what yeah. could have happened but I say like we never we we could have been we could have been on park up still we still wouldn't have fucking scored no. that was fucking two years ago no way like we were just we I mean, were way too good yeah I mean in, in fairness yeah. in fairness to Bangor they were they were a very very smart unit that day defensively and and going forward on the break they were just absolutely electric but we just um, we just couldn't yeah do we it. just like we're like a very much makeshift team. Not even like I don't want to make excuses. We just we there was just a better team than us. We didn't take it serious though. I was on field captain and I was out twice, twice in a week leading up to it. We had fucking our um, elections on on the Wednesday nights. Embarrassing on Saturday. And like we never we never told boys though not to like stop boozing or anything because. As at the end of the day, it's a fucking game of football. Like, who gives yeah. a shit? But, uh, you know, like, when I look back to it and I think that, you know, we could have done things differently, like that sort of thing. And I, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't agree with that. I think that, you know, you wouldn't prepare that way for a Bucks game and we we won all season. So why would you... Exactly. Well, why would yeah, you change it? Why would you change it? it? Yeah. Yeah. I just think they wanted it more as well because obviously losing for them the year before... Would have been a, especially for that poor cunt that fucking scored the own goal. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he's fucking still alive. But um, they would have wanted that so much to come down here and beat us. And we're like we walked in that day thinking, oh yeah, like we're we're gonna absolutely fuck these fuckers up. But we also had for a very good Bucks year we had. We had an absolute awful Saturday season. 
<clears throat> and so basically we're either hot or cold all season. And then on varsity, we were very, very much we look what we what we looked like on the varsity was what we looked like on Saturdays for most of the year, like just fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Yeah, we lost six 0 Still get reminded occasionally by Banger. I see on Twitter. Simo put up a tweet the other day and they're reminding us that it was six goals. Had a dream the other night that played another varsity and I we lost again six 0 So that's not a great omen, is it? Was that because Neil Razor Ruddock was there? Oh, if only. If only. But yeah, it's it's but like I, I was saying it to the boys as well. Like losing varsity six and I was horrendous and everything, but fuck me, like the shit like that the boys they haven't had a varsity last year or they won't have varsity this year. Yeah. I I, I take the whole losing six nil and experiencing the varsity over the shit that they have oh. this year and last year, like yeah. fucking hundred percent. Yeah. That's messed up that that was the last varsity. That's the last, yeah, like, how fucked is that? Messed up, like, so long ago. By the time this podcast comes like, out, it will like, be two years ago. Two years. And, like, I say, like, if Boris didn't shut the country down till a week later, we would have had a varsity last year. Yeah. Definitely. So it's Boris's fault. Not Hartbury Boris, the other one. The proper Boris. Hartbury <laughs> <laughs> Boris. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, well, it was just right. So uh, yeah, that's a very uh, very cheery way to end this week's podcast. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I do think you know it was something that we needed to talk about and address and uh, oh, yeah. uh, take the opportunity we'll to, all, to, uh, to always uh, speak about it though forever yeah. and ever. It just and, is going to be the game we're always yeah. about. And obviously, I'll, I'll take this opportunity on the podcast to uh, to apologise to all those boys who who I uh, did wrong at the time. Uh, and it's not a it's not a week goes by I don't think about it at least once yeah, um, you should apologise oh, you know what <laughs> yeah go on that's uh, alright I was going to I was going to rip into you because be your missus but I'm not going to do that oh shut up <laughs> it took us what like, just a what over an hour and a half and yeah. back there in the end oh, yeah. start little there uh, Go back to you, go back to your DJ, and if you want, Jamie, if you want, we'll go to a retired Harry, retired, <laughs> retired on the top. Okay. <laughs> if you've got any other ideas of what things that we could talk about still that we haven't already covered on the pod, by all means, uh, get in touch with either one of us or post them on the Twitter. And that's about it, really. I can smell that my dinner's ready, and I'm really hungry. I think. Perfect. <laughs> any more to add no absolutely not I think we've covered both topics bang averagely but that's a job well done to me yeah I mean I take it I take it any job well done is, is a job done averagely is that the <laughs> absolutely not the <laughs> 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 culprit oh dear I can't believe you didn't know that culprit oh well I know the story, but I never actually got to the end of it. Like, never. Yeah. I'm always like snooping around looking for goss, and that's always avoiding me. Well, it still does. I still actually don't know what fucking happened. We're going to go. Jamie, goodbye. Right. Yeah, I'll fucking wrap this up. Wrap this up properly. Oh, okay. Go on then. Uh, fucking hell.
<laughs> Thank you. Again. Do it, do it, do it, fucking right. <laughs> I'm carrying the fucking show here. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Guinness with a Straw. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoy uh, recording it, which is not very much this week. Jamie wasn't really on form actually, so I uh, hope you enjoyed it a little bit more. Finest. Finally got to fucking speak for a change. <laughs> we'll get George back. <laughs> Justice for George. Absolutely not. I'm sick of the cunt. <laughs> Jamie, I'll see you later. Fantastic. Be good, Harry. See you, bye. <laughs> oh, there you are. Good evening. Yeah. You're back. You're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that voice is fucking horrendous so high pitch <laughs> that's awful oh. fucking hell that was hell of a struggle um, what do you make of um, the whole Super Teams alumni I know you'd be fucking gagging for this oh yeah absolutely yeah. I commented I on the old I commented on the old thing you know yeah we're absolutely involved in that. Absolutely not. I'd book holiday off work to make that happen. That's what happens there. Sorry? I will book annual leave off work to make that happen. I'll book days holiday. Fuck that. I couldn't have anything fucking worse. What? I'm doing super teams again. Oh, absolutely never. Ever, ever, ever. But, but, Run here, bland. but here's the thing. We've come... <laughs> We'd come back and we'd win. What? We'd we'd come back and win with the only people that are still in shape. Everyone else is just completely out of shape. Who, now. who cares? Who cares about winning? We're ne- we're closer to thirty than we are to twenty. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Fuck's sake! Oh. oh my god! Yeah, but it's funny. Winning, fucking winning. Jeez, imagine I wake up at fucking nine o'clock for some basketball on Saturday morning. No, thank you. What am I doing that? Good idea, though. Don't get me wrong. Hell of it. Great idea, but I'll yeah. not be there. Oh, uh, you're boring. You get George Jenks. You have Tristan and Jordy. Nate. Nate Ash is fucking buzzing first.